Hey, what's going on everyone? Uh, welcome to the Social Marketing Experiment. This is episode two, and today we are with my special guest. Introduce yourself. Hey everyone, I'm John Meldrum, and I'm a professional videographer, and I own my own company. And what is the name of that company? Breaking Phoenix, woo! Breaking Phoenix, all right. The is amazing, amazing, amazing guy. Uh, me and him have been uh, talking for some time now about some projects. Um, and today, you are my special guest because in today's episode, we're going to talk about five video marketing trends uh, to look out for for 2019. And there was an actual article that came to play um, that popped up in my in my newsfeed, and it was actually by Entrepreneur.com. So for those of you who are not familiar with Entrepreneur.com, they're a news source that you know basically they they blog about the latest and greatest uh, entrepreneurial. Um, things that are happening around the globe, uh, you know, investors, Google, tech, uh, real estate, all that fun jazz. In this specific uh, article, they were talking about the five video marketing trends as well that they need to look for. So you are the perfect candidate for this episode because I want to talk about these five, five video marketing trends and uh, get your input on it as a professional videographer, your owner of Breaking Phoenix, uh, located here in uh, Roseville, California. That's right. And... Um, you know, 2019 is literally upon us. Uh, for those of you guys who are watching uh, this podcast, you can clearly see I'm wearing my ugly Christmas sweater. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, you know, Christmas is just around the corner. Um, and for everyone listening in the podcast, too bad. Go look at the YouTube video so that way you guys can see what my sweater looks like. Happy Elfin holidays, everyone. That's right, I said Elfin. All right, so we're keeping it PG today. Anyways, let's get back into this. So one of the things that uh, video transfer 2019 that a lot of the, uh, the article was talking about was vlogging which is video blogging for your business. So obviously we've seen a, a huge rise and peak in, in regards to what um, video content is, is definitely doing. So social media platforms like Facebook, uh, obviously Instagram, Snapchat, uh, LinkedIn, adding those features and everything. So this entire social space is going video. Facebook, uh, Mark Zuckerberg has already said that their goal is to try to take Facebook the all video route. They recently announced that um, uh, they, they, they admitted that YouTube is their competitor and that YouTube is doing it better than they are. Mm -hmm. um, YouTube is the number two uh, biggest search engine in the entire world. Um, for those of you who are watching us, YouTube is considered a search engine. It's not just where you go look at videos. It's literally you can type in a question just like you would in Google search and here comes out a video that probably is related to that. So someone out there's already created some type of video for whatever question you're asking. Yeah. Um, uh, and YouTube's in a position to do that because, you know, now that it's maturing, it's been a long, around long enough, uh, we're seeing so many people flex their creative arms and just get out there and just start making videos to the point now where, yeah, you can literally search just about anything on YouTube. Well, I mean, my kids, they're always on YouTube. And, and, you know, they got parental rights, so don't think that I'm an irresponsible father of not watching what they watch. Um, I have, I have the, the, the filters that YouTube allows you to have that, which is really great when you have young, young kids like that. But 
there is literally a video on, on almost anything. And here's the crazy part. Like, you see the English videos, the English spoken videos, but like you can all of a sudden go look at what content on YouTube exists that is in Europe and then in Japan. And it's quite interesting all of the content that you can find for all of the different demographic parts of the world too. Um, which is really quite interesting. So my kids, they have their own YouTube channel, Raznog TV. For those of you guys who have little kids, be sure to follow them on YouTube. Uh, it's called Raznog TV. That's R-A-Z-N-O-G. Um, and it, it was quite interesting that the word Raznog in the, in the English dictionary, it doesn't, it's not a word. Um, we came up with a clever name for Raznog TV, calling it um, uh, uh, their, their, their last names and combining it together and, and doing that. So we try to be unique. But what made me realize how much content really is there that we don't even see in the U.S. market, because it's only showing you the U.S. content, um, when I typed in Raznog, it's, a, it's like a, 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 a word from the Philippines, and mm. it's for some type of cooking dish or something correct me if i'm wrong so listeners if you guys know what rasnog means and any of those other cultures please feel free to educate me uh but needless to say a bunch of results were coming up for that so i was like oh okay cool so they will be unique in the u.s market for when it comes to that but youtube going back to what facebook said is it is uh uh uh, uh their their biggest competitor for trying to go the all video route um, Facebook has also uh, multiple times said that video content will be awarded more yeah. uh, reach. Yeah, and, it, and it ranks higher. It absolutely. ranks higher, absolutely, mm -hmm. right? And then ever since they released uh, uh, Facebook Watch, um, they've you know hired uh, professional uh, video producers and 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 artists. Uh, to also produce high quality content mm -hmm. on Facebook and create these mini series, correct? Yeah, I've also seen, uh, I, I can't remember the name of the program, but essentially YouTube is hiring people like me, videographers, uh, and they, they gather them all together and they've been pitching this idea where you say, you could send in a videographer and shoot a commercial at a flat rate or, or you know, cost effectively. Um, so definitely YouTube uh, is seeing the, they want more creators. They want more, more content. And a lot of people might think out there, well, isn't YouTube oversaturated? Isn't there already enough creators? It's like, oh, they're just getting started. No, yeah. And, and that's the big key thing. YouTube is, is it's, a, it's a big library already. But, but the crazy part is, is that that is, that is the goal, though. The way that there is uh, a, a bunch of video already there, the same way that you go to a library, there's a lot of books. There are new books being published every day with, with obviously more modern information, more everything. And the biggest key thing is is what I'm noticing is it's even like like uh, 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 there's, a, there's a series where uh, I thought it was brilliant. It's grandma's cooking their famous family recipes and it's so interesting to see that because you are literally archiving you know our history you're you're archiving our past and so that way you don't have something to read about you have an actual video to look back on and it's really sparked interest in taking my um uh taking my mom and and recording her famous recipes to in the future look back on and watch not only my mother 
you know, reminiscent about my mom when, you know, at some point, you know, uh, hopefully not anytime soon, knock on wood. Um, uh, you know, when I, I look back and remember my mom and, 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 and look at those recipes and, and continue that tradition of the family cooked meal. So there's like all this push for a lot of things. A Guy Fieri, he came out on Hot Ones, which is on YouTube, uh, which is a really good show to watch too. And same thing he said, guys, you know, you got to teach your kids how to cook, yeah. um, you know, film your family, film your grandma, film your mom. Get those recipes and everything and, and, and all that. And it was just quite interesting yeah. what YouTube is doing and what Facebook is trying to do. Right. And the last statement that Facebook basically um, um, said was they are they want to go the all video route. Yeah. Uh, they've introduced, obviously, Facebook stories. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously. Uh, I think it's called Facebook producer. I think that's uh, what it is. Um, but they uh, so they had an app called Facebook creator. And what you would do is you would go on the app and you could do your live streams. And and you could actually upload uh, like an intro video and try to make your live streams a little more professional. Um, it they're now uh, it's in beta right now. I don't think they've uh, unveiled it or, or released it just yet, but it is essentially a video editing streaming platform where you can get on there and have more control. You have more robust tools and options to really create some awesome live video content. Yeah, and that's the big key thing too, right? The the, the fact that. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat um, have uh, have given the capabilities of being able to do something that's never obviously been done before, and that was the live video feature. I mean, mm -hmm. by now everyone in the entire world should know what Facebook Live is, right? And because of that, it is quite interesting um, what it's turned it into. It, it's like the only live thing you ever saw growing up was n breaking news that yeah. was it yeah and then maybe like new year's coverage new year's coverage yeah. which was still news entertainment news right? right um and but now it's you can go facebook live at any given time any moment to yeah. anything a wedding a sports event your kids graduation their birthday party by all means even car accidents. People get in car accidents and they go Facebook Live to yeah. to somehow document the whole yeah. thing, right? Well, uh, it's it, quite interesting. It, 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 I'm glad you brought that up because it continues to revolutionize so many industries because everybody's a content creator. Everybody's a brand, essentially. Everybody can get online and promote themselves. And so now... Uh, you know, people aren't watching TV as much. They'd rather go on their phone, you know? So so cable TV is, you start to see that change. And, uh, you know, obviously newspapers have gone away. But I, I, I like, I, I, you said the other day to me that uh, attention is the new currency. And everybody's vying for that attention. And the, the businesses and the social media platforms that do it the best, capturing people's attention, are the ones that are going to win out. And the people that learn how to use them them are, go are going to be the ones that succeed yeah so and, and that's the crazy part right there what you said that attention is a new currency it's like the existing currency is is obviously US dollar right right but now that money is not really the actual true currency it's just a means to an end right. of, of purchasing what is actually valuable which is the attention of the audience um, uh, it, it's it's crazy I, I, 
we were talking about the other day about American Meme, yeah. the new Netflix uh, yeah. uh, series uh, or the, the original <laughs> film that came up. Right. And it was quite interesting uh, because it, it really captivates. If, if for anyone that's, that's listening and watching, it's a really good film to watch. If you're really trying to understand how the world it has changed and what social media did and and here's the here's the kicker today's episode we're talking about the five video trends that to look out for in 2019 or that you should really emerge yourself into and with that 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 show american meme really highlights on why it's so popular now to to do video and 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 more importantly i want to talk about this vlogging for business so everyone that's listening this is what this article says and and, and here's the crazy part because a lot of people will know who this individual is but vlogging for business has really become something extremely important and, and the article says vlogging has become huge on YouTube vloggers film multiple aspects of their daily lives whether they be mundane like preparing breakfast or exciting like going on vacation uh, businesses and entrepreneurs have slowly been invading the vlogging world lately and in 2019 you can expect this practice to become even more popular and the reason Vlogging gives your viewers a peek into your life and can help you form a better connection with your audience. Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, he's absolutely popular it's in the entrepreneur <laughs> world, and he's notorious for this. Um, you know, vlogging well on his YouTube is what he's known for, which nearly 2 million subscribers. His videos are a mix of vlogging the behind the scenes of his daily life and doing out valuable business advice. And this is what I've been coaching uh, my real estate industry region on about vlogging their grind, their hustle. Um, you know, the, the real estate industry has a very unique training and coaching like mechanism, like system. And when I got into real estate, it really felt it was weird it was like why are you guys still doing this when there when this exists and and so i got into real yeah. estate and then i started doing real estate the the way that i knew how to do it best when they said you know yes you can use social media yes you can do this and i'm like okay so why do i need to pick up the phone and cold call why do i need to go door knock why do i when yeah. the entire audience is online and i can reach them right now and it, the, 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 the eyes that people gave me when I would say that, it was like, well, how do you do that? And yeah. it became like, mm -hmm. what? Yeah. Like, we are all independent <laughs> contractors in yeah. real estate. We are all supposed to always know where our audience is at and, and how to get that clientele, yeah. the prospects, right? And people weren't doing it. And, and it just, when I watched American Meme the other day, it really, everything I've been teaching just really resonated. It's just that, it's of this era and the individuals in the real estate ind industry, over 50% of them are not of this era. So they were born without internet. They were born yep. without smartphones. They were born without the cell phone. And those are all my people. I'm, I'm like, a, like a, 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 a new millennial of sorts and yeah, not you're, like- You're an elder millennial. I'm an elder millennial, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, which, which, which means I, I, I was born at 
I, I was born in 1987. I'm 31 years old. And I was born when there was gadgets no were yeah. starting to get introduced. Yeah, like, like of, Tam- of, of Tamagotchis, right? Yeah, Tamagotchis, <laughs> right? Like Game my Boy. God, right? Game Boy. Um, yep. you know, obviously, Super Nintendo was huge. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, PlayStation wasn't even out yet. No. And then when it came out, it, it yeah. took everything by storm. Yeah, believe it or not, we still had to dial numbers on a phone. And, and when this thing called Internet came out, you know, there's that awful dial-up. And that's crazy because <laughs> if you go talk to anyone that is, if you go talk to a 24 year old, um, no, if you go talk to an 18 year old, which obviously right now they were born in, in, in 2000, if it was an 18 year old, or you go talk to a 24 year old, which were born in the, in the, and obviously mid 90s and so, then it becomes very apparent when you ask them, like, yo, what do you, what, what do you remember about dial up? They weren't old enough to understand internet or dial-up or any of those things. Um, but but then you fast forward and it's like, when they were seven, eight-year-olds, uh, the internet was now a thing mm-hmm. and smartphones and cell phones was becoming a thing. You know, the smartphone was only born in 2007. Yeah. So, you know, while these kids are now becoming adolescents and teenagers and stuff like that, like they, tablets, uh, 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 smartphones and everything is part of their normal culture, normal world, while right. for us it wasn't. Yeah. So that means for all these real estate individuals and professionals and all these other industries that when you start talking to them about live video and, and creating video and blogging and all of that, there are mm-hmm. there were grown adults already when, 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 when maybe they started real estate or yeah. grown adults as in like, Okay, you know, we didn't have that, yeah. so I don't know this stuff. Yeah. And you and I, we're we're both in the elder millennial category. Uh, we're the same age, and so we we're a really interesting generation because we had just enough technology growing up where we understand it, and we still get excited about new technology, like oh well, you can do that. Uh, we're not as completely clueless as maybe an older generation, nor are we um, kind of fickle as the new generation. Yeah, no, and, and, and here's the crazy <laughs> part: like people like Gary Vaynerchuk, he's he's uh, he's gonna be uh, he's in his like early 40s, I think. He said he's like 40 something, 41, 42, or something yeah. like that. And um, you know, he even said like, I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, we I, didn't either. Yeah, we we, really <laughs> we didn't. had to learn all this like, stuff. I, yeah. I, I, you know, and, and here's the crazy part: there wasn't any school for this either. It was literally here's the product. The product came with some instruction on how to use that particular product, but but when the smartphone came out, it, mm-hmm. it was like here's the product and here are the capabilities of it. Right. But then when all these apps came into play, it's you had to figure out like how to get creative with it. And I think that's what vlogging for business now is going right. bringing it back to those five things to look yeah. for forward to in 2019. Is it, it's just you're having to figure out how to utilize these tools that are being developed and created. Yeah. It's it's these in- engineers, these innovators, Facebook, whatever, whether if it's Facebook or Samsung creating the next best smartphone or Apple or Facebook creating the next best feature or whatever, it's being able to take Facebook and the smartphone, combining it together. Now you're mobile instead of a, a desktop or a yeah. laptop, right? right. And, and, and the smartphone has a camera, so Facebook creates an, a, a feature where, okay, you can broadcast live video 
and you don't have to do it from your desktop you can do it from your mobile phone okay your mobile phone is not connected to wireless internet right from your from your data provider the possibilities of what you can do now right you can record video pre-recorded or you can go live anywhere in the yeah. world if you've got the internet yeah. and you can broadcast anything so so the fact that people like Gary Vaynerchuk have now gone into okay thanks to people like Paris Hilton based yeah. on what we watch white american <laughs> meme yeah. paris hilton the kardashians mtv for for basically introducing reality tv right yes um, Thank you, MTV even though MB, yeah right uh, right so uh, even though all of those things have already kind of been around for some time now being able to give the tools into yeah. the individual the consumer's hands they can really take anything their daily yeah. life or business to the next level yeah. and Gary Vaynerchuk has basically monopolized on on basically using all of the platforms to tell people about what he does on a daily yeah. basis yeah that, that's awesome and you know there's one thing I want to share with your listeners that I think is really important so a little bit of background uh, about me I actually used to work for Apple uh, I was an in-store trainer and it was my job to teach people every day how to use this stuff, how to use the hardware, how to use the software. And I just remember, you know, people would come in and that look of defeat and I'll never get this. And, you know, and the biggest thing that I would hear is like, I'll never get this. You grew up with this stuff. And I would just look at it and I was like, no, no, I didn't. Yeah, I was a little younger when I was exposed to it than you, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't have my first cell phone, which was a flip phone, by the way, till I was 18. I didn't have my first smartphone until I was well into college. Metro you know? PCS. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That was my first one. Thirty-five dollars, yeah. unlimited everything. Uh, you didn't have to wait till seven o'clock mm -hmm. for the free right. minutes. Free and nights text. and weekends. Yeah, free nights F and weekends. Five cents a text, people. Five oh cents my god, a text. that is the funniest thing. All right, if we're gonna throw a throwback and people are laughing right now that are listening to us, remember the days when calls and text messaging was not unlimited. Yeah. Imagine telling middle school and high school kids that right now. Hey, you're not unlimited. Mind blown. On they're like, what? Yeah. What? I don't. I don't have unlimited text messaging. Like, like people mm -hmm. don't understand that. Like, I mean, you got people, companies like yeah. AT and T that still have like a data ca data cap, but the whole concept of you couldn't talk to people as long as you want. You had to be mindful yeah. of, of your minutes. You had to be mindful of how many yeah. text messages. And all yeah. of that, it was just crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't text for years. Actually, I hated texting because well, I thought T nine texting. Yeah, yeah. It was like you had to click the same button to cycle through all the letters. And by the time you had a competent, grammatically correct sentence, you might as well have just called them and say, "Okay, where are we meeting? Okay, cool. Bye. See ya." Instead of spending ten minutes. Okay, for, for those of you who are watching <laughs> this on YouTube or on Facebook. I want you to guys drop a comment if you know what T9 texting yeah. was. <laughs> if you know what T9 texting was, go ahead and drop a comment mm. and, or, or, or hit that like button and let us know that you know mm. what that was. And yeah. for everyone else that does not know what T9 texting is, trust me, you're not missing out on anything because it was horrible. Yeah. Like it was, it was what we knew and that's all we had, yeah. but we did not have a full keyboard. We had. Yeah, you want to get that S type three times, and then yeah. you want to. Oh, you want to capitalize? Yeah. Keep scrolling, cycling through it. Yeah, until you it, get was, it. <laughs> it was it was quite interesting. So going back, vlogging for business. So 2019, vlogging for business. I keep teaching, and I keep telling my audience. Document your grind. 
Yeah. Because there's so much content that can come out from vlogging your business. Documenting your grind is huge. For real estate professionals, this is what I tell them. Yep. When you go out to an open house, uh, or actually when you go out to show properties, go live. Yeah. Ask your audience, your, your viewers, what they think about this particular house that they are showing their, their their buyers. Yeah. What are some ideas? Maybe the buyers are 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 questioning the architecture like, hmm, how would we decorate this? Go Facebook Live, ask the audience and get some feedback. It is a great way to get engagement, um, is what I tell them. Uh, you know, if you do a home buyer seminar, record the whole thing mm -hmm. and then take context out of that turn it into blog form or maybe make snippets one minute videos of little quick uh, uh info like in, info like info uh of you know you if in the home buyer seminar you talked about um uh, down payment assistance, right? How people can get down payment assistance to to buy their house, and if in the home buyer seminar, which every home buyer seminar they should be talking about down payment assistance and all these great features uh, or or benefits that people can can take advantage of, um, that is a, a, a video of mm -hmm. content right there, yeah. just using that one part. So there's there is a huge upside now for literally vlogging, video blogging your daily activities. Yeah, it makes people resonate with you yep. it makes authenticity. people authenticity makes people show that you're transparent that you're literally not you're not when you when you create a marketing flyer you're, you're sales pitching mm -hmm. but when you're vlogging there's no sales pitch it's yeah. just you're showing people that you know exactly what the hell you're doing and talking about right. about your business and that's so important that you bring that up because i think people forget that the sales culture has shifted people don't want to be sold to mm -hmm. and they want to invest their time their money and people that they trust and how can they get to know like and trust you by getting to know you through social media and so that's why i always tell people you know give away i think it was gary v who said it you know give everything away give it all away because 95 percent of people either won't do it and they'll look to you as the industry professional the subject um, matter expert that subject matter expert there you go and yes. so what I've done personally in my business, so I'm a professional videographer and content creator. I have a show called Breaking Phoenix Live where once a week, I try to do once a week, uh, I talk about industry and tech news. So what's kind of happening or here's some apps that I found that help my business or uh, here's some technology to make your videos better. And people are like, oh wow, John, he's, he's the guy. And so now, at the beginning of my business, I was the one having to go to people. Now people are coming to me, and I didn't go knock on doors. I didn't go send out flyers. I didn't do a newspaper ad. I didn't go put a, a TV commercial on. All I did was just get on social media, and it's free for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so that's why it's so huge. It's, it's crazy to me that people wouldn't utilize this platform because this is where people are. People are, they're on their phones. This is where they're at. This is where the conversations are happening. Yep. This is where the money is being made. And the people who are getting the visibility on their phones by doing social media are the ones that are going, are innovating and they're going to succeed in their business. Yeah. So uh, the next, the next uh, out of the five things that this article is talking about, the next one is live video, which we've, we've already kind of jumped into. Yeah. I do have a little factoid for that, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to quickly read, uh, you know, what entrepreneur.com is saying. With Instagram Live, Facebook Live, and live streaming on other platforms like YouTube and Twitch, live video for businesses will become even 
bigger in 2019. In mm-hmm. fact, according to a Facebook report, daily watch time for Facebook Live broadcast grew over four times over the course of the year. Yep. So Facebook Live broadcasting for 2018 grew four times than what it's ever done before. Yeah. I mean, granted, Facebook Live is still fairly new, but it's already been adapted on a huge scale. Mm-hmm. And for it to grow four times that already huge. is huge. The, it, that, that's crazy. Um, with live video, your viewers feel that you're speaking directly with them, and they're typically going to chime in on the conversation by commenting and asking questions in real time. The added personal, uh, the added personalis- personalization, dang, that's a tongue twister, in live videos often encourages viewers to stick around longer and be more engaged too. Yep. So it's great because when you think about movies, when you think about commercials, TV commercials, when you think about just TV show series, those are pre-recorded and they are not live and they are not capable of the consumer being able to engage with the TV show, the commercial, or any of that. And if they wanted to engage, it's not like they would get real-time response. But with Facebook Live, not just Facebook Live now, but you have Twitch, which is obviously for the esports community, which that's a whole episode all on its own on how big that thing is and how it will eventually become the second biggest sport yeah. industry oh, in Olympics, the entire it's world. It's going to happen in the Olympics. <laughs> right? There's going to be an Olympics for East. esports. And for those of you who do not know what esports is, that's electronic sports. Yes, we are talking about video games. Oh, it's huge. We are talking about video games in general. It, it will become yeah. the second biggest sport in the entire world yeah. next to FIFA, yeah. soccer. Yeah. Do you know what the biggest category in YouTube is right now? The, uh, it's probably gaming. It's gamers. It's gamers. It's, gamers. it's the gaming gamers. community. The gamers have found uh, a place where they can talk about gaming and engage uh, uh, other people and just share what they love. And I think, I want to say of the top 10 earners in, uh, in in YouTube overall, I think 7 out of 10, they're gaming channels. They're, they're gaming channels, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got Ninja. You got uh, PewDiePie. You got all these. Are you, FGTV, mm-hmm. the family gaming TV. For those of you guys who have kids and you guys are listening, listening mm-hmm. ask your kids do you know who fgtv is do you know who the family gaming tv is and 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 they'll instantly tell you oh yeah, yeah i know who they are that entire family they don't work i mean they do work that is their job yeah. to do youtube oh, yeah. channels yeah. all day long yeah and you can use uh services like socialblade.com and you can actually get an, an idea or an estimate of how much these youtubers are making it and they're making it based on ad revenue which by the way are videos um, so, you know, only, only a small percentage of these YouTubers are, are making it quote unquote, you know, they're making a, a, a livable or a, you know, a living well, wage, well, but, 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 but that, that, that's, it, it's not, it's their own fault though. Like if you think about it, it's, 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 it's the YouTubers own fault though, that they can only make it so far. And the reason why I say this is based on my experience research and studies and and you know the way that we mastermind and talk to a lot of other entrepreneurs like ourselves that are in the same field 
you can become an overnight sensation on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, viral, all baby. of that. You can go viral when you are consistently active on the platforms. The algorithm is very, we're not going to get into the details of the algorithm, but in, in a nutshell, it's 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 very clear cut that yeah. every platform has specific algorithm yeah. instructions on how it works. Yeah. And when you know what that is and you know how to tailor to it, yeah. it's not that you're beating the system, it's you're feeding the system exactly what it wants. Right. I would say it's fair to say that in most search engine optimization or, or, or uh, platforms, algorithms, uh, they're going to be looking at recency, relevancy, and frequency. Yeah. Are probably typically, you're going to yeah. have some version of that in their algorithm and yeah. any social media platform. Yeah, and, and, and now you've got YouTubers uh, like Ninja. He spends anywhere from 12 to 16 hours a day uh, uh, streaming on Twitch, God, YouTube, oh and all that. 16 oh. hours a day. He's oh. married, has a wife. He says, I will, I will, I will stream for about 10 hours, uh, uh, 10, 10, 12 hours. And then I will take, I'll spend four hours with my wife. And then I will probably go back to streaming another four hours after that. Yeah. And it's like, what? But that's, that's his job though. Yeah. He has a 16 hour work day. Yeah. That's what he does. He's he's really good at it because yeah. obviously he's video gaming and he and he's he's streaming it live right. the whole entire time. And and here's the crazy part because of that is the reason why esports is growing. The individuals that are doing this it's because this is their upbringing. For those of you who are listening that are Gen Xers or baby boomers and you guys are saying this is crazy. This is nuts. Yeah. I want you I, to I understand. I did a little bit. Yeah. At first I was like, what? <laughs> I want you to understand that this, this things didn't exist for you when you were born. So when you were a kid, you didn't have Game Boys and PlayStation and, and, and Nintendo 64, or Super Nintendo. You didn't have those things. Mm -hmm. So you, it didn't appeal to you because it didn't exist. And for the people that are now completely killing it on the internet with YouTube gaming and mm -hmm. all of that, and they're good at it, it's because they've been playing video games since they were kids. Yeah. And 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 there wasn't internet for you to all of a sudden go and do YouTube videos on 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 construction yeah. or, or 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 car building or mechanics or any of that. While the internet was introduced, it appealed to obviously people that were already into electronics of sorts, mm -hmm. and then video games came into play, yeah. and then all of a sudden, playing video games on a computer wasn't that much different. Yeah. And then when you introduce internet and live streaming, and where you can now live stream your gameplay, it, it wasn't that difficult for the this particular industry of video gamers to catch on to it yeah. and then all of a sudden monetize it and yeah. then all of a sudden get yeah. endorsements and sponsorships yeah. and now it becomes their their job just like yeah. an NFL player right right that was been playing football since they were a kid and yeah. they've been good at it and then they went to college football and then they got picked up by the NFL yeah. and then that's all they do is 16 hour workdays of playing mm -hmm. the game yeah right yeah and it's funny like when i was a kid like i, I had video games and i like pop culture and i kind of had to stay in the nerd closet like a little bit not too it wasn't too bad and you know i mean there were, i had there was a good amount of people that were into pop culture and video games but there was still a little bit of a stigma 
where oh like oh you're 30 40 something living in your basement playing video games uh there's that there's that stigma nowadays it's like oh you play video games that's so cool you know what are you into and we talk about it like like movies just last week we had the uh video game awards for the fifth year going yep, 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 it's yep. prestigious now yeah and we're giving out awards for these companies putting their their hard work into these uh these video games uh it's considered more of an art form now and now we can talk about it like oh what game are you playing now as 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 comfortably as oh what video or what movie did you just see yeah um and so we're going to you know and it's cool and as it's funny because i actually have a gaming channel myself <laughs> plug here um uh, called busy dad gamer and, and it's all about and let, let people know so what, what is it yeah it's called so i have a i have a youtube gaming channel called busy dad gamer and i talk all about what it's like to be a gamer and a dad and have kids and how i'm how I am choosing to raise them in this gaming culture and gaming world, and I I talk about you know games. Well, and it's I, a force to be reckoned with. That there's no there's no pushing it back. There's unless which will never happen. There's a law that bans it. Like there, right, there, yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, and and so many people say that oh you know violence and all these criminal behaviors linked to to video games, and I say no. This is uh, improper parenting leading to all these things. I mean, pick your poison. There's so many things out there that yeah, can yeah. Corrupt yeah. People your are child. always looking for 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 someone to blame. If there's anything that the human race is notorious for, is deflecting mm-hmm. um, when 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 they're called out on their flaws. We won't get into that. Right, but, that's a whole but, other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> So let, let's move on from from, yeah, from, from this because we got it obviously into the esports thing. So for everyone that's listening, if you guys would like us to do a podcast on the future of esports and how that is going to also affect your business, mm-hmm. um, you know, and everything, a uh, drop a comment, send us an email at uh, podcast at uh, a podcast at uh, the social marketing experiment.com or send me an email at contact at Ulysses uh, if you guys would like more about that or drop a comment let us yeah. know what you guys think because uh, I, I think doing an episode on esports and, and and the future of it and how yeah. it's going to disrupt all of the industries right. uh, is going to be huge because that's that's yeah. essentially where the consumer is going to yeah. end up really being. That's where everything is shifting. Like you said, it's yeah. become very prestigious. Mm-hmm. You've got – I think – let me just wrap it up with this for the esports so that way you guys can just kind of really get a little bit of an understanding and a nugget in regards to how big this thing is. The last world championship that just happened – for esports um i can't remember what the game was i don't know if it was league of legends or if it was um Mm. there was 1.6 million viewers active viewers during that time frame when that was happening there was 175,000 attendees at the event 175,000 attendees this is worldwide at the event all right. So for any of the uh, people that are familiar with probably Coachella or or EDC, you know, the electric uh, Daisy Carnival, uh, huge EDM, electronic dance music and stuff like that. You have one hundred and fifty thousand people that attend this thing. Right. So they had one hundred and seventy five thousand plus attendees. And on top of that, they had one point six million mm. active viewers also watching the tournaments online that's how massive this thing has gotten and it's expected that by 2022 it will become the 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 second biggest sports culture 
in the entire world next to soccer, yeah. FIFA. Yeah. Because the World Cup, yeah. which comes every four years, is, is one of the most watched things worldwide. It's the right. biggest phenomenon worldwide. While in America, we have football. We yeah. have the Super Bowl, right? Right. Esports is going to trump football in the United oh, yeah. States. So in the United States, the number one watched sport is going to be esports worldwide. It's going to be number two. That's just food for thought, folks. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Anything that you want to add to that? Uh, just follow the sponsors, the advertisers, follow the money. I mean, once. Uh, oh, yeah. That, <laughs> the, the way that I, when everybody is listening right now. <laughs> If you guys are seriously thinking like this is crazy, this is nuts, I'm going to tell you to you the way that ESPN said it. ESPN, when people are like, video games are not a sport. You're not physically sweating. Actually, there's a lot that you're doing up here. I'm not. We're going to do that episode. We're yeah. doing it. We're doing the episode. <laughs> Drop that comment. We're doing the episode. But needless to say, ESPN just simply said, if there is money that could be made from it, then it's a business. And if it's a competition, which basically a sport is classified that there's got to be some type of challenge and some type of reward when winning, yada, yada, hence racing, you're, you're sitting down the whole time. You're not really physically doing anything. You're, you're sitting down and you're steering. You're going left, you're going right, gas, brake, right? Dangerous, you're going fast speed, but you're not physically like running anything. Chess it's technically a sport too and it's recognizable yeah, uh, nobody nobody nobody, yeah. nobody talks or knocks on chess because honestly it's it's a strategic game that helps our military system right they're all sports and they're all broadcasted and there are tournaments for it all over the world and all of that right, right. um you have indie that is very popular in europe and then you have nascar in the united states all these things and espn simply says if there is a business in it meaning that there are viewers there are people that want to dump in money into it, then 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 it's a business and it's a sport and we're going we're going to tap into it, which ESPN did, right? Yep. Which is owned by Disney and and duh, I mean, what is Disney most known for? The the kid culture, the yeah. the children culture. Oh yeah. You know the family mm. culture, which that's what video games are now. Oh yeah. Fortnite. Look at Disney Infinity. And Disney Infinity, right? Yeah. That's what my kids love it. They got they got characters for days on oh, Disney yeah. Infinity. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all there. So moving on, live video, super Ooh. important. Facebook live video and everything. I think that's already given. It's super important, but more importantly, in 2019, it's going to even be bigger. So to to tap on the vlogging for business using Facebook Live, which is free. Um, is I think going to be huge for people to do yeah. vlog by going Facebook live, showing people your grind, yeah. what your business is all about. The behind the scenes, I think is honestly what they yeah. want. And I think that's got to do a lot in part because of what we were talking about. Right, the right. generations that actually are watching this stuff. When were they born? What was their upbringing like? At what point when they started making decisions on their own, what was the technology like during that time frame? And when you really start to ask and you start looking at that, it's people that 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 didn't grow up with without cell phones and and DSL and and, and Napster and LimeWire and FrostWire <laughs> and what Ash Jeeves. We talked about that, right? Uh, and I think that those are just all key components now about consumer behavior that people are just not aware of. So it's a no-brainer when you look at these platforms and you're like, live video, why? Well, because of the generation that is your consumer now, mm -hmm. that that's all they know about. 
Like you might be the 55 year old millionaire entrepreneur rocking this business. You want to stay in the business. You want to keep growing. You got to tailor and shift to the new era and the new consumer that's coming in. I think that's one of the reasons why retails are are, are failing. Yeah. Is that that failure of innovation? Um, the other thing that is on this article, and I've been talking about this for some time now, for a lot of my clients that I that I that that I train and coach, um, is 360 uh, uh, video and photo now, mm-hmm. um, uh, as virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality uh, comes into fruition, which it's kind of already here, but in a in a developer yeah, in infant form, yeah, in an infant form. Um, which is obviously rapidly taking off. There, there are a lot of good systems out there. You have Oculus Rift, and they have a pretty good platform, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they have Oculus Go, uh, which uh, you know all by Facebook. Uh, but then you've got uh, other companies out yeah. there. Is that uh, HTC have one? Or? Uh, HTC has one. The Vibe. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know the HTC Vibe. Uh, uh, you have um, uh, Microsoft HoloLens, and then you have Microsoft Mixed Reality. So Microsoft uh, is is obviously tapping into that market tremendously because they understand that they have to convert Windows, the Windows platform. You're either an Apple, Mac, or you're, you're Windows. Very few Linux. Uh, the only people that are Linux, Red Hat, or any of that are obviously developers, coders, programmers that are the ones building this. But if you're a consumer, you need it ready to go and to right. use. And, um, and, and Windows understands that the next phase, the next era, is where Windows is going to not be in a 2D desktop laptop form. It's going to be in a third dimensional 360 dashboard. Yeah. Uh, world, which yeah. I think that they're already really tapping into that. Like, the, um, remember the Google Glasses? Yeah, yeah, Google Glasses. Uh, yeah. The whole concept of uh, a HUD yeah. uh, heads-up display. Yeah. And 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 now with 360-degree videos, where you can now go buy a camera and utilize uh, a camera to record 360 video mm-hmm. or take 360 photos, even with your own phones now yeah. by by doing panoramic panoramic. 360 photo where you're yeah. doing all that is huge yeah. powerful so what you you're a videographer yeah. what is up with 360 yeah video? yeah so uh, this is an excellent question so how it works is just like you were saying you need to have the both the hardware and the software to make this happen so you need a 360 degree camera like a gopro that's going to record everything um kind of like uh is it google maps how they have the cars that drive through and they take yep. take take pictures yeah, yeah, of everything yeah, yeah. street view google street, street view. view and then they stitch it together well that software stitching all the the footage together is now available on major video editing platforms like adobe premiere pro and final cut pro x uh, i remember getting the update i think it was earlier this year 2018 yeah i think we, yeah it was this year and I, it says update. You can now edit videos in 360 degrees. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I, I haven't. I personally haven't dove into it. I haven't had any clients request it yet. Okay. But so you haven't seen the demand for it yet. Not yet. But that doesn't mean it's not going to happen soon. I think there, uh, there's going to be a lot of demand for that, especially in um, real estates uh, market. Because, and here's why: if somebody can open up their phone 
and uh, have a 360 degree video or walkthrough of a home before they ever talk to a realtor, that, that's huge. Because people want, they want to be immersed in that property before they talk to somebody, before they buy it. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of uh, products out there like Matterport. I don't yep. know if you've heard of that uh, one I before. I am very familiar with Matterport. Yeah, so they kind of have that concept going. Um, Where they not only stitch the what like what like one photo, they stitch all of them together yes. to actually create like a like a like a, a mini uh, uh, 3D dimensional. Yeah. Uh, 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 what do they call those? Um, the dollhouses that. Yeah, I know what like, you're talking. About. Um, uh, it, 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 so for all of those of you who are listening and watching, if you've ever seen those dollhouses that you basically like split open in half and now you can see uh, all is it cross of the section is that the word yeah something like <laughs> yeah. that and, and you can see all of the internal of the house like the barbie houses and stuff like that you can move everything around that's exactly what matterport does at matterport you it, it's gps location and it's also got barometric uh, 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 a barometer on it to where it can detect mm -hmm. the altitude of where it's at and so when it's detecting the it's taking pictures in 360 and video um, it's so cool. It rotates in 360, takes everything. But what it's doing, it's also positioning itself accurately by GPS as well as altitude. And then you're basically taking this thing into each room, hallway, and everything. And you're taking these pictures, all 360, the hallways, everything. And then the software stitches it all together. And now you've got this entire 3D version of your house. And digitally, you can immerse yourself into it and walk through the entire thing. Am I correct? That's yeah, technically yeah. what it That's does, absolutely right? Because right. I've seen demos for yeah. it, and it's like, what? Like yeah. this is insane. Yeah. So I do I do property videos for realtors. I got I've got my drone. I've got my camera, and I'll go around and I'll take these really nice cinematic videos of these homes, which is fine. It's great. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Probably the biggest reason why I didn't jump on the Matterport bandwagon yet is because it was a closed system, meaning that I couldn't go, um, I couldn't go buy the product, the hardware, and the software, and have complete control over it. I had to sign up through a subscription service and use their system and pay their fees and did what they which wanted is, me to do. Which is very common when when, it, right. when you're like the only cut like company in the market with that type of right. pr pr product. It's not until you've got a few competitors that you really start to open up the platform to well yeah. how can i outbeat like how can i beat my co my competition well we should add this feature like open source where people yeah. can go in there and really yeah. do that yeah so maybe down the road once i start seeing more demand for that start seeing that both the hardware and software get better and prices go down more videographers are gonna probably end up utilizing that but really it's the demand of the realtors and the consumers once they say yeah we want these 360 videos more which we are seeing uh then we're then i'll probably make a move you'll see more companies pop up like matterport yeah because it's crazy because matterport uh, uh it's is advocated for real estate but i know that there starting to use it for other things too mm -hmm. um, uh, when, when you have like um, uh, 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 landmark properties that uh, you want to go in there and, and do Matterport I've seen a, a demo for that uh, or uh, maybe for, land surveyors yeah, or yeah land surveying uh, same thing uh, of just being able to do that and then that way when people visit they can really immerse themselves one of the tips that I've been giving um, uh, on my real estate uh, agents and in, uh, in our region um, and one of the tips that I've really have been advocating here recently that I think is is so good is is on Facebook you can literally upload a 360 photo. You can yes. upload a 360 photo to where 
um, when, 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 when you upload it on your feed, obviously you're watching your feed, which is flat, your screen, it's mm -hmm. two dimension, you're not in, in a 3D immersed world, but you can see a photo and you will see like obviously the square static image of it, but mm -hmm. when you click on it, it goes into a full 3D 360 photo to where now you can you can move your phone around mm -hmm. and really pan from left to right up down yep. like the rest of the photo so yeah. by taking a picture in 360 of a bedroom you have now been able to demonstrate to a potential client, buyer, or even someone just literally going through your feed and watching the new listing that you have and immerse themselves into like what the actual bedroom looks like instead of the typical angled photos they're taking a picture from every corner of the bedroom so that way people can see where the bathroom door is at where the closet is at mm -hmm. where the walk-in closet yeah. and all that stuff and it yeah. sucks because it's like what bedroom is this how'd you get here like what is, how yeah. big does it look and it's really hard to try to stitch all those photos in your head right to like picture the bedroom yeah and with this it's you've <laughs> taken all that away yeah and and what i've told them is imagine you take that 360 camera which they're extremely affordable now you can get a knockoff one from from china for dirt cheap because in reality all you're doing is taking a a photo and you can get it with 4k camera it's it, it's not like you're you don't need a high refresh rate or anything if you're just going to take photos they're they these cameras are extremely cheap that you can find anywhere, um, including Fry's Electronics, Best Buy, and all that. And you can go and go take the same listing photos that you're gonna get for MLS or whatever. You're gonna take 360 photos. You upload all of those into a Facebook post announcing your new listing, and a potential buyer could see that and then click on all the photos and have a full 360 experience of being immersed in that and then even better what i now know uh, according to facebook obviously when if you are using oculus or an oculus go or virtual reality headset you can literally slap one of those headsets on your face and watch those photos in full 360 and feel like you're actually there mm -hmm. and you can really honestly now really be like oh crap like okay that's what the that's what the bedroom looks like. I really like this. I like this. I like the space. I can I can feel the distance of the wall and everything, mm -hmm. and what the size of the room would actually be. And I think that's going to be a huge key component for 2019 is 360 photos and 360 videos. Yeah. Um, as more software comes along to where you can actually edit those videos and actually add more context to it um, and make it more contextual like have yeah. actual infographics in it embedded on all that that's one of the things that i'm trying to tap into is the next key of video editing for 360 yeah. video that people can do but it's not going to be extremely powerful unless you have a vr headset to really immerse yourself in that right until then you would have to experience it in like augmented and mixed reality uh using your phone to kind of move around and yeah. all of that yeah um but I think the potential is hugely there, and I think that it's going to end up being one of those big things. The, the article states right there, 360, de 360 degree videos are obviously great for travel-centric companies right now.
like National Geographic uh, and, uh, and, and, and an example that it's showing because you really get to see these amazing like I think they're showing what that is that the Devil's Pool uh, Niagara Falls and all of that that's kind of dope when you can see stuff like that in 360 yeah but um, but they can also be utilized by a number of other industry segments including number the first one real estate followed by retail events yeah being able to be what, what about well, weddings weddings yeah, yeah. yeah. like but you can't attend the wedding you can stream 360 live video oh talking about events um oh uh, who is it Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. Ticketmaster actually is using 360 photos that they are taking at every seat location for all the big major arenas mm. so when you go online to go buy a ticket you can look at a 360 photo of where that seat is oh and what it looks like to watch obviously either the game the concert or whatever from that specific seat that's awesome ain't that crazy that's awesome there's like okay cool well we're gonna get tickets to i don't know justin timberlake or something like that great what seats are available well get the closest ones you can get great well this is what Ticketmaster's spinning out oh well there's a there's a 360 photo that we can watch to see what it would look like from 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 that seat Holy moly, look. Oh my god, like we're only a few rows from the set. Like that's crazy that you're able to do stuff like that. And I think that that's going to be huge. Museums, yeah. galleries, car dealerships. Yeah. Being able to Oh, who did that? Honda. Honda for their Type R. Their their, their Civic Type R that came to the United States, the, the the last year's model. They had a 360 video and photo from the 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 passenger uh, the driver's seat of the car. So people can see what it's like to actually be in the car, the dash, the steering wheel, and all of that. So I, I can see it. Yeah. And and I think that this is going to be definitely something yeah. strong for 2019. I predict in the next five years that uh, live streaming for your wedding, it'll, it'll be more common than it, uh, it currently is. Like... Well, I think the problem with that would be the internet, right? Like right, that's internet the capability. Yeah, that, I think that's really what it boils down to is uh, everyone knows, oh, I got to get a photographer. Now people are like, okay, I think I need a videographer too. So that that's definitely coming up. And now it's like, oh, I need live streaming because I want my family who couldn't make it to the wedding to be able to see it. But you're right, that is the biggest drawback is because uh, the venues sometimes they're outside and there's just not strong internet. And But I, there's a fix for that coming. Yeah. 5G? 5G. 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 Oh. 5G. 5G is here. And fiber uh, optic. Uh, uh, don't forget fiber optics as well. Well, yeah, fiber optics. Um, like for instance, uh, uh, I have uh, I have Comcast Xfinity, um, yeah. and and I have uh, the one I have one 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 gig drop. Uh, so I have a one gig download uh, plan, um, and um, it's it's extremely powerful. Um, and the craziest thing for 5G, which it's going to be really really powerful tool in the coming months, actually. Um, you know, Verizon, AT and T, Sprint, and um, and uh, Verizon, Sprint, AT and T, and T Mobile have all already gave their 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 promise and and everything <laughs> their that, blessing yeah they're basically like <laughs> we are going to be doing yeah. 5g um obviously they're all competing to try to be the first verizon um being one of the first uh uh here in sacramento region um uh, uh that they're already doing 5g there is 5g here there just isn't any devices that are 5g compatible doesn't mean that they're not 
in production right now they technically are uh, if I'm correct Samsung uh, Galaxy S10 uh, will be featuring uh, 5G so um, you know any yeah. carrier that ends up carrying that yeah, I don't know about months, the, I don't know about the Apple side uh, of that Apple Apple is working on they that are, as well okay. I figured yeah because they they're all using the uh, uh, um, this is just between us and, and for anyone that's listening um, Qual, uh, Qual, uh, Qual, Qual, Qualcomm Qualcomm, 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 right? Yeah, Qualcomm. Uh, they're they're the 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 the, the U.S. America um, uh, 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 number one. Uh, they they've basically got the rights to this territory of 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 providing um, the chipsets. Uh, and 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 Qualcomm is has been the one working with the 5G modem that will be coming included on all these smartphones and and Apple. And Samsung and all of them, uh, 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 Moto, uh, 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 yeah, Moto, Motorola, Moto, because now okay. they're, they're short for Moto. Uh, and, and all of them are going to all be doing the whole 5G Qualcomm thing. Samsung G- Galaxy S10 will definitely no. have it. I think uh, 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 Apple's next big flagship f- uh, flagship phone will end up yeah. having it, um, and a bunch of other different things. And I think that's what's going to fix the the video latency and 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 and, and video streaming issues because 5g for those of you who don't know what the difference is between 4g lte and 5g is going to be very simple let me just explain it 4g lte goes 100 miles an hour just 100 miles an hour okay 5g is going to have the capabilities of going up to 10,000 miles per hour. The difference between uh, 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 4G and 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 uh, and 5G as well is also at the frequency that they that that they operate in. And uh, uh, 5G is uh, going to be able because of the frequency that it operates in. Um, it's going to be able to penetrate through walls. So there, there isn't going to be the issues that we have right now that if you're inside a building, uh, thick walls or whatever, the signal can't penetrate mm. uh, through that. It loses signal. It loses quality. Our, our, our Wi-Fi routers are kind of all on the same level. And until uh, everyone gets on the mesh network system and 5G now, uh, you'll, you'll see a very – and that's just me being a nerd. Yeah, dropping some knowledge on on that's, that. But the simplest fine. way, you're going from 100 miles an hour to up to 10,000 miles an hour. Now, do we need to go 10,000 miles an hour? No. That's why Verizon, if, if, you know, for everyone, if you got 4G LTE with Verizon Sprint, whatever, your down, your max download speed is 100 megabits per second, unless you're on Wi-Fi. But if you're going directly from your data, uh, it's 100 megabytes per second, uh, megabits per second. And then for 5G Verizon, they've increased it from 100 to 400 megabits per second. So, so clearly, like they've throttled it way down. They've throttled 4G way down. But in reality, there's no reason for them to have up to 10,000 megabits per second. Five, you know, 10 gigabits, right? Uh, 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 um, 10,000. Uh, the, there's no point for it. There's no devices that can even handle that. Unless you're uh, obviously a switch, uh, a, 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 a network server of sorts that is designed to handle that big of a pipeline. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to honestly, for your business, it's once 5G is available, oh. you're going to be able to go anywhere yeah. and, and do that. Because 5G also, that's the other big key thing. It's, yeah. It ties all the networks in together into one one big giant signal. Yeah. 
Well, and uh, for my business, so every day, that, that's a constant battle. I'm constantly sending and uploading videos that are, you know, two, three, four, five, even up to like 50 gigabytes in size. And it's like estimated upload time, six hours. And it's like, ugh. So if I can, if I can get those kind of speeds, you know. Oh, I can, yeah, absolutely. I can send these massive files uh, to these clients. Because uh, your everyday average person, you know, they may send short little videos here and there. But for us who are, we're hauling like huge loads of, of data. Well, yeah, you know, because we, we I mean, you, this. you keep upping the, the, you keep upping the, the camera resolution. 4K, baby. Uh, you're, you're, you're at 4K, right? Now, now there's, there's, there's obviously there's talks of AK, um, AK cameras, AK TVs, and everything like that. Um, uh, it's uh, I, I mean AK TVs have already been uh, introduced at CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, um, in Las Vegas, uh, <laughs> like two three years ago. They already had an AK TV there. Yeah, um, in Hollywood they shoot in six and eight and even ten K. In ten K, uh, right? Right. And, and Disneyland, I, I just had the pleasure of finally going to uh, uh, um, Disneyland and 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 California's adventure for the first nice. time in over 22 years yeah uh so it was uh it was it was dope it was awesome uh for for those of you who are watching <laughs> you can clearly tell yep. i'm a huge marvel fan star wars and all that and and all of that was over there so i was like a huge nerd and geek yeah. uh there and everything got to take pictures with uh um you know captain america black panther spider-man uh darth vader and all that it's so dope how they're in character too yeah. um but going back to this before i nerd out again um, it, it, the resolution of all these these, these 4K cameras and everything, it, it could uh, the future of of the resolutions can be seen because when I got on Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout, um, you know one of the scenes where when they open up the elevator doors and you're watching, um, uh, you know them fight and everything like that, I thought they were legitly there, like it wasn't a hologram and it wasn't a projection, it was a big giant screen, but. It wasn't like a TV. You can tell when it's a TV because you can tell that there's like blurriness, right? Yeah. The frames per second, the refresh rate and all of that. And even when you have one of the bestest, bestest TV, it's like you can tell still that that it's not like real. It's not what's physically there. And while I was there and I was watching this, I was – while you're dropping, obviously, if you've, you've read it on the right, yeah. you, you, you have like – half a second to take a breath before you got to like ah yeah. and you're dropping up and down and everything and um at the end when 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 you're sitting there and the doors open and the guardians of the galaxy are thanking you you got star lord you got rocket and all of them they're standing there and they're thanking you for for breaking them out and all of that i thought they were there and that it wasn't animatronics like you can tell the difference also in animatronics even though those are getting pretty dope and Famous and, and really good. Yep, I dark, thought it was Dark there. Crystal getting rebooted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's another nerd tangent. <laughs> yeah, right. So it, it, it was just incredible what what's to come. But going back to the point of it, though, the fact that it's there, you've got theme parks that are using it. You, you got companies that are using it. The file size every time this resolution's ups, the file size every time you're recording something is, is extremely much bigger. Yeah. The days of a photo was only, you know, one megabyte in size is, yeah. is, is gone. Um, you know, you have to compress that stuff. And when compressing, you're losing quality resolution um, and, and things just don't look uh, so good um, anymore. So 
watching these files all of a sudden 128 gigs is nothing now when you're recording video constantly you're having to extract that the days of when filling up 128 gigs was took you forever it's no longer a thing oh yeah you can easily fill that up with like Easy. eight movies and you know 10 movies or recording a series oh, yeah. of a lot of different things in 4k 60 frames per second all of that um and and so that's just going to have to to fix that you have to fix latency the way that you're transferring information from one point to another and going back 5g is probably going to be a huge huge benefit from that and i think once it's out it's where you will see more people recording more streaming more because now they have the capabilities of yeah not having to wait yeah. six hours to transfer something yeah. upload something or whatever that might be so 360 degree videos that is something to look oh guys this next one i can't stress this one enough youtube ads over tv ads that is going to be huge, huge. if you are already on youtube you already see high quality advertising. Whenever mm -hmm. you're watching now YouTube video, there's always these ad breaks, right? AKA commercials. That's just what they are. Call them what they are. They're commercials. And the quality in them are commercial. They're TV, they're TV commercial quality. But the cool thing is you don't have to just have TV commercial quality. Like you can literally record a video with your phone and upload that and do youtube ads the cost of it cheap cheaper than you will ever pay for a tv commercial it is i don't know about you if you right now ask me how much does it cost to actually do a tv commercial and get it on the air on tv i don't know and the reason why i don't know is because i don't care to know because it's way beyond what any of my agents and clients and prospects can even afford. Yeah. Like only maybe 1% yeah. of real estate professionals that are yeah. ballers in the entire country could potentially even afford consistently that. Yeah. Because to just do one commercial is also yeah. dumb. Like you have to be consistent with yeah. it, right? Yeah, and I used to work, actually, it's funny, I used to work at a television station. Okay. <laughs> so I worked at Telemundo. And what? Yeah. This guy. <laughs> For those of you guys who are watch, like not watching and listening to the podcast, this guy is white. <laughs> I'm Mexican. And this guy just said, I worked at Telemundo. What were you doing at Telemundo, man? So I was, uh, it's what you call a master control operator. And it was my job to make sure that all of the programming and the TV ads ran uh, at the correct time for the correct length and that we would cut to commercial properly. Um, so it was all in Spanish, and that's okay. I learned a lot of Spanish. So. All right, that's what I was about to say. Hey, did you, uh, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, because I had a background in audio engineering and technology, they, you know, of course, it's an equal opportunity place. They're going to hire yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, no matter course. what. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. So if you got the skills and the experience, that's, that's what matters most, not not that. I mean, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, there are very strict rules. Uh, you have to comply with the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. You have to be a certain length. Um, you know, they have to. There's all, there's so many rules, and and that all costs money. And and to to air something, uh, even even though I was working in it, I did. I wasn't in the the contract or, or the the back end sort of thing. I was I, I focused on the tech side of it. But what I could 
could imagine as all all of these things to, to make that commercial run there was so much equipment there's so much people involved that i can imagine that the costs for this are extremely high so going back to what you were saying being able to just go in and run a facebook ad for basically nothing is so much more economical and frankly it's just going to be seen by more people because i don't watch tv i watch netflix and I, you know i i can't even if some people come up to me oh did you see that one commercial on tv i'm like no but if you say did you see that one commercial on youtube i'm like hell yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely and that's honestly i think that's what everything at well it's not that that's where we think everything is that's where everything has shifted to it's not it's a no-brainer um for the longest time i've been telling people youtube ads over tv ads it's it's the way to go the and the reason why is because if you i mean look folks very simple we talked about this already at the beginning of the episode youtube is the second biggest search engine in the entire world right right um and it, what is it known for video content so if that's where everyone is going to consume their video content now then why in the world would you not have your commercials your ads on there and they're crazy simple to do there are fcc regulations whenever it comes to any type of communication but it's not the same though. Like the you, your commercials can be as long as you want. I see people like Gary V. I see because obviously it shows you your interest. That's the also the beauty of it. It's TV ads. You don't get to really select your targeted audience. It's it's hey, I want to put it on this network and then that's it. And and they obviously those networks have all sorts of audiences, broad interest of everything, right? So. What is your return of investment really going to look like? Are you really doing, you know, proper targeting when you're doing TV ads? You're not. You're really not. If you yeah. think about it, you're really not. Yeah. Um, but with YouTube, it's you get to really target the people that you want. You tell it, I want to target people that have been looking for homes for sale or have been looking on how to buy a house or whatever the keyword search is. You, you, you tell it that and that's who it feeds the your video advertising your commercial to it yeah. feeds it to those individuals that actually are looking for that type of information yeah. and the video ads i've seen them that they can be anywhere from six seconds four seconds all the way to what five ten fifteen minutes twenty minutes you can literally run and like this whole entire podcast we can take this video right now and just run it as a youtube ad just 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 for giggles right doesn't mean that people are actually going to sit there and watch the ad, but you best believe if, if you can captivate them in the, those three, four seconds that they can't skip yeah. on the that, and you got those four seconds, if you hit them good, done. Yeah. You've got them hooked. And that's what I think YouTube ads are so, so important now. Yeah. Every time I'm looking for something and I've looked for on how to do this, how to do that, whatever, there's always a YouTube ad that pops up later down the line talking about that i'm looking for a better click funnel system right to mm -hmm. do i don't want to use click funnels i want to use builder all so when i started looking how to use builder all guess what builder all commercial pops up their little education on how easy it is to use builder all and i'm like okay i'm getting commercials tailored to me real estate agents or the real estate injury industry could be doing the exact same thing and here's the crazy part. I don't see anyone doing it. And I don't understand. Like, I mean, I understand why, but like, 
I don't understand how they let their belief system get in their way so much. Yeah. It, and they're just a product of their generation. They've been doing business. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Pro- they're just a product of their generation. <laughs> and hence the systems that I was talking about. Yeah. That's so good how to break that down. Continue. Yeah. And it's they've been taught this is how you do business or this is how business is supposed to be or this is how I've been doing business for all of these years. And uh, and it's worked. And you know, th- there's conventional wisdom that's a tried and true method. Well, that's great but let's not forget that we need to innovate and we need to you know think outside the box another another little conventional wisdom too yeah. uh and to not be afraid to embrace change and to be creative because uh, if you don't you adapt know, you what you you fold up you dry up you die you die yeah if you don't adapt you die yeah you, if you don't adapt you die that's that's uh, watch what happened i mean i'm sorry toys r us toys r us, toys hey, r us. I, I love you toys r us i love you jeff but you know what? Yeah, I mean, you you did it to yourself. No one else. Sears, same thing. You, you guys did it to yourself. You know, you guys failed mm-hmm. to innovate. You failed to adapt to what was happening. You know, Toys R Us. Uh, you 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 bet wrong. You 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 let Amazon distribute your toys for you, and 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 but that was it. You didn't end up actually creating your own brand behind it or anything like that. Yeah. And then you got put out of business by by the very same people that you gave permission to to sell your stuff. And and now what? You know, nobody bought them out. No one, but they were thinking that someone was going to bail them out or buy them out and continue it on. And then it became like, why? We don't, we'll buy out your inventory and just sell it online. That's essentially what ended up happening. That You know, the, 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 the manufacturers of their products, because once again, it's not their own product either. That's the other big thing that they failed to do. They failed to innovate their own brand of products. It was always just, we're the place that carries all the toys that you can possibly want. Great, cool. Well, now we can find them anywhere online. Yeah. What's the point of going to Toys R Us then? Right. They didn't have testing stations. They didn't have. They didn't have. They didn't evolve their their mar- the, the, their their yeah. their stores either. Like it'd be so dope if you can go in there and, and make slime. Yeah. It'd be so dope if you could go in there and actually play with the new Lego figures or yeah, new like a hands-on or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, and, that's, and I'm glad you brought that up. So working in the Apple store, I used to tell my coworkers, I'm like, you guys, look, everything that we sell in this store, they can get it online. They don't have to come here. Oh, repairs, guess what? They can ship that in. They don't have to come to our store. They don't have to talk to us. In fact, most people probably wouldn't want to. Uh, because when they hear the word Apple Store, they just think of you know uh, busy lines, you know cranky employees, crazy people, you know whatever. And I tell them what it boils down to is the experience. That when they walk through those doors, mm-hmm. that they expect a certain experience to happen, yes. and that's why they come through our doors. And that was the one thing that I think Toys R Us missed the mark is that you know being able to capture that wonder, that excitement of going to buy a toy for yourself or a child, uh, not innovated the experience is what they where they really missed the mark on that. Yeah, no, I think yeah, that definitely, definitely. And once again, it's just a yeah, failure to adapt and 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 look at them now, and and it really sucks because it's going to be one of those things where my eight-year-old kids will they'll grow up and they'll they'll forget oh yeah oh, there used to be a toys r us and yeah. for us it's like oh my gosh that's where we went our, <laughs> oh, my eight-year-old kids are in the next two years are going to forget completely about the existence yeah. of toys r us yeah do you remember scanning ads when you were a kid when they come out with the christmas mm-hmm. ads and you go through and look at all the toys yeah, you remember yeah, absolutely. that absolutely yeah it's and gone you now. circle you circle all that and it's yeah. gone it's, it's gone. gone. The Sears, <laughs> the Sears toy book, 
Sears yeah. had a huge toy book. That's what we circled. My wife brought um, Target's uh-huh. um, uh, uh, toy book or whatever, and, and the selection is not as great. Why? Because their Target is limited to what they carry. They don't carry as big inventory. So, so my kids... The way that they're picking their the toys that they want Santa to bring them and stuff like that, it's it's the YouTube videos that they watch, the yeah. unboxing, the product oh reviews. That, that's they're huge. so popular. They're so popular. <laughs> uh, you got EvanTube, right? And you got EvanTube. That that's all he does is he does unboxings, products uh, for unboxings, oh uh, and and that's 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 what he does. He's he's come out on Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, he's come out on uh, uh, what other FGTV. He's come out. He's made he's made special guest appearance in a bunch of different places. Um, his dad, uh, you know, I think that they did a movie or whatever, and it all started. With Evan just simply as a kid, the dude, he's a kid. I think he started when he was like seven or eight or something like that. And all he was doing was just unboxing videos. Um, here's here's this toy. Unbox it. Play with it. Talk about it. How do you like it? Bam. That would have been very easy for Toys R Us to do for all of their products and posting those videos on each one of the products page. When people click on that product and they want more information on it on their website, to have those videos there. To have that library on YouTube so that way people are consuming that from the YouTube. So you, so Toys R Us stays relevant, right? Right. They did it. So, um, so YouTube ads over TV ads. It is crazy simple and I highly believe, yes, 2019 – it is going to be even more and more crucial. But here's the biggest key thing, folks. If there's been talks about a recession, there's been talks about a, a, a shift in the market, there's been talks about a lot of different things. And the one thing that has always been true is when there is a market shift, when there is a recession, there are always going to end up being winners and losers at the end of that. Be, when when you go into a new era and the market the the economy is is bullish it's it's booming right that means that there's a lot of money being made and there's a lot of money being dumped back into the economy it's the reason why it, it, it it's bullish it keeps going people are not making money and keeping it because then that slows things down it's common sense it goes up it goes up but eventually it can only be bullish so long before people are like this is not sustainable right and we got to let it come back down and when that happens the first thing to go is always marketing budgets. Companies are like, okay, we can't afford to stop making products, so we need the fulfillment and the product continuing. But we can cut our budgets from 50 mil to what? 8 mil, 10 mil, right? Or 100 million or 200 million and, and cut it down to only half of that or a fraction of that. So what ends up happening is if you look at the patterns is every time that happens, they cut their marketing budgets and they stop spending as much marketing on the expensive stuff. And then they go focus all their marketing on the cheap stuff. Right now, you can probably agree with me is Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Google, they are still the cheapest platforms. Facebook ads and all of that being the most underpriced platforms. They really are. They're underpriced. And if people are not taking advantage of that at this specific time in this era, once this market shift, this 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 recession, whether if it comes in next year, which that's what people are saying, 
That's what they always say. Yeah. Uh, but there's more data to to there's more evidence for 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 next year, which is scary. If people don't take advantage of it, in other words, they don't position themselves to like, I need to go all in on Facebook ads. I need to go all in on Snapchat ads because that's where the consumers at where that's where the audience is. If I don't go in on all this, when the recession happens, and all these big companies bring all of their remaining marketing budget and they dump it all into Facebook and all of that, it no longer becomes affordable for the average consumer, for the average uh, uh, business, local business, small businesses, independent businesses, self-employed, freelancers, entrepreneurs that are using those systems to target new customers, to lead generate and all that. It becomes completely it's no longer underpriced it becomes overpriced because these big companies are the ones that are bidding they're willing to pay big bucks per lead compared to right now it's like eh, you can get a lead for seven cents 17 cents right and the next thing you know it becomes what twenty dollars sixty dollars eighty dollars and 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 that, that that's horrible that's horrible like you get put out of business because you can't market anymore and because you can't market anymore, that's where the winners, be, like there will be winners and there will be losers. It's, it's, it's history. If, if, if history has taught us anything, it's, that's exactly what always happens in the marketing industry. And when that happens, if there is no new system that is revolutionary, that people can get into, then those businesses die or they fail because they no longer have a platform that they can afford to market themselves on. And they have to wait until the next era. While the winners continue to utilize those forms, they, they, they've, 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 they've mastered it, mm-hmm. and they continue on through that yeah. era. And then the next era comes in, and then they yeah. keep catapulting to the top at that yeah. point, and they become the next Facebook, they become the next Twitter, they become that. Like yeah. these companies, that's essentially what happens. And that's the one thing that I'm very afraid for a lot of my close friends that are, uh, you know, that like including you. It's like if you are right now, your business is booming because – of the attention that you are getting on the advertisements, uh, you know, on this underpriced platforms, what's going to happen? You're going to end up not being able to afford that anymore. Okay, so where are you going to go get your clientele from? You're going to have to be very proactive at that point. You're really, you can still use the platforms to reach your local sphere of influence and the people that are following you and friends. But as far as trying to reach paid, you know, or, or pay to reach more audiences, like, that's going to go away because you can't afford it. And, and that, 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 that is a huge fear because there's so many people that are just not taking advantage of this. They have the capital. Like I've already said it before that it really here in Sacramento, $30,000 over three months of doing Facebook ads of just brand awareness, you become the most recognizable real estate brand in the entire Sacramento region. And guess how many people are doing it? No one. Why? Fear. Fear of taking that risk that, well, what if it doesn't work? Then you know what? That's what you just put out there in the universe. It's not going to work. Instead of, I'm going to hire the best person that can help me do this properly to achieve that. Right? And they're not doing that, which they should. They need to hire people like us, like you, like me. And they need to trust 
that we know what we're doing, that whoever they hire knows what they're doing. And, and, and that, but they don't want to take the risk. Yeah. And, and ultimately, okay, fine then. Then you don't want to be the dominating real estate agent, the dominating car dealership, restaurant, whatever that might be in the Sacramento region. You clearly don't want to make it to the top because you're not willing to take the leap and the risk that all the big giants that are there now took during their era, the products of their era that helped them catapult to the top. Yeah. And right now is that era. Right now is the time for people to position themselves with YouTube ads, with live video, with vlogging your business, the things that we talked about. And now, the next one, to try to wrap this up, virtual reality, dude. Virtual reality. Virtual reality. Virtual reality is still an emerging trend for many companies. But in 2019, it can be expected to become even more mainstream as well as more accessible for many businesses according to Statista that by 2020, the economic impact of virtual and augmented reality is predicted to reach 29.5 billion. That's 29.5 billion, folks. With a B. Yeah. Lowe's, Lowe's. Okay, so for those of you who, who know Home Depot and Lowe's, okay, uh, Lowe's is an example of a company that used virtual reality to teach its customers how to remodel their homes. Uh, wannabe DUIers could put on a VR headset and learn how to tile, paint, and fence, and more. That's, honestly, that's, that's just, that's crazy. Like, I mean, good, crazy good. You can put on a headset and now you are immersed in this virtual reality 3D world and you can learn how to paint, do tile, and more. Yeah. And Lowell's is the one in there. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, yeah. it's like, I wonder how Home Depot is going to up that, right? Like, it makes you wonder what, how you're going to be able to take virtual reality and really take it to the next level. And in yeah. reality, it's, it's not that complicated either. Like we were talking about, the, the software is now available for people to do 3D60 video stitching, to do video 360 production and all of that. One of the things that I've been talking about in virtual reality um, is uh, Levi, uh, Levi's, the brand Levi's, Levi's Jeans, they just released a virtual reality store that you can use your cell phone. You don't even need a headset. You can use your cell phone. You can go to it and you can walk virtually like by using your thumb you can walk forward and tap on products and that's the cool thing that's the one thing that I'm trying to master and perfect for the real estate industry is where people will be able to go into a home virtually with 360 photos or video and click on the photo itself and have contextual stuff pop up explaining and talking about those things so uh, for instance, for, for, for new builds, they could literally create these virtual reality homes where people could probably change out the color, like photo, like, uh, uh, like, like how they already do for shirts, 
right? You can quickly change the color of a shirt. You like the shirt, but you don't want that color and you can change it out to see what it looks like, right? You'll be able to do that with, with, with virtual reality with homes. Um, you could probably stage it and change and put furniture in it and people will be able to click on it and find out what the color of that floor is or what the, what, what the company is or the make of the floor or the cabinetry or the granite tops or any of the appliances. And the, mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be super crazy uh, uh, powerful. What, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, so when uh, back when I was working at Apple, they had just released the augmented reality technology for the iPhone. And uh, it was it was really cool because uh, I got to see kind of the, the fun side of it and then the money-making, maybe more practical side of it. So, for example, they had a, a, a table laid out and they used an app that had augmented reality capabilities so that way you, it could build a world and you can actually interact with it and play a game. On the more business side of it, you could uh, take a look at a room and you could actually furnish a house and like place like different uh, chairs or tables or furniture and say, oh, you know, what would my house look like if I wanted to buy that couch? And you can actually get a, a real like depth and scale model of what it would look like in your room by holding up your phone. And I was, at that moment, I was just like, that to me was like, this is it. This is what's next. And you know what's so funny <laughs> about that? Like you explaining that, if you were to be someone that just kind of all of a sudden walked into that conversation, you know what a millennial or a Gen Z would think that you're talking about? A video game of you furnishing your house and, and putting furniture all up in it because, what uh, to be honest, what has been the prototypes for that type of concept video games when you think about sims like the sims like where you can build an entire world you can build a house you can put whatever furniture you want and if you take it a step above that there are some games that are even more realistically looking than that where you can really do disney infinity Mm -hmm. we were talking about disney infinity where my kids can go in there and they can build an entire world off of it they can put all these different um uh, furniture pieces tracks mm-hmm. all that other stuff like that and the uh, concept of all of that is so huge because you can you, you will be able to do that so it's like oh the technology does it. it's like it does and it yeah. was introduced in video games mm-hmm. where people can create their avatars create the world for them yeah. create their home for them grand theft auto is huge when it comes to that yeah. my, my, my my best friends they play that new gt uh, uh, um the grand theft auto they play it live online where they get to talk to other people that are all part mm-hmm. of the same world they get to take out people rob money do all these other things but what fascinated me the most was when i told them i was like dude you're in avatar mode and he's he's not in and in, 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 grand theft auto is still not in vr mode and i i can i know why you know there's a lot of violence and stuff like that and it's like you are actually a mobster compared to like the vr games that like call of duty you're a soldier your job is to kill the zombies and everything so it's like task oriented and it's understood it's a, it's a military game right but to be just a regular civilian person and actually shoot and kill and and have all the different things that grand theft auto comes with it's yeah. I can understand how actually going into first-person view VR and being that yeah. could really mess yeah. people's brains up. But the concept is the cars, yeah. the houses, the buildings, the lobbies, and everything that they can build for their characters. It's like, yeah. well, that's not that hard. You take away the background and you put in the 360 video of the house or whatever that. And then um, 
you are now placing products yeah. within that image because the saw the, the game already has those capabilities. Yeah. And there are so many games out there that do that that it's like when a software gets built and that's what they're going to do with it it's like okay cool we already know where to go steal the furniture from we know where to do that we know that we can partner up with EA games or or Rockstar and use their map their world to use for our virtual world of real estate and they can people can mess with that and do that and and build a house that they would want and then yeah do so it in real life so this is something fun that uh, you. So Yuli doesn't know that I'm about to do this, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, okay. Do so, it. so here is uh, an augmented reality app called Face App. Have you heard of Face App? Before? I have not. Okay, so what Face Face App is? It's a little bit different than other. Um, cosmetic apps out there there's a lot of apps out there where you're like oh i don't like my face and you can like change <laughs> things about it right yeah, 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 yeah. uh this one actually takes it a step further and you can do some pretty crazy things with it like you can actually see what you look like with a full beard uh you can see what you look like with blonde hair you could even see what you look like uh as a different gender wait what <laughs> yes so what i want you so this is what it looks like okay okay it's called face app so what all i'm right. gonna do you need to take off your hat all right all right all right all right okay and i'm gonna take a photo of you okay so okay. just hold still and i'm just gonna okay so i'm gonna you have to get it right maybe i do need to get closer let's try that Okay, so now it says processing the photo. So right. it's using the technology to go okay. through and analyze your your um, your face. Okay, okay, so now what we're gonna do is whoop back to that. That's a horrible picture of me. <laughs> I know, right? But you'll see. So like smiles, you could tap on it, and it, it's gonna take your face. That's what you look like with a smile. What the heck? That is crazy, bro. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Whose whose grill is that? That's not my teeth. Yeah. Or if you want to see what you oh look like. Oh my god! I can old. see what I would look. Oh, what am? That's what you look like when you're old. <laughs> Dang! Uh, oh my god! That's gonna be whoa. Uh, let's see. Uh, that is quite see. interesting. Uh, let's see what yeah, you look sorry like. Sorry to tell you, babe, but I don't think I'm gonna look that attractive, okay. attractive when I get older. Okay, blonde hair. Ooh, with blonde hair. That's what you look like with yeah, blonde hair. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, okay. definitely not. Not does not fit my face. Ooh, I could. Would I look like bald? Okay, here's what you look like. Oh bald. my god. <laughs> oh my god, folks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Okay, wait. Yeah. One. Oh wait. Okay. Do they have the one that looks like? Uh, Okay, here's his long hair. Okay, yeah, definitely never doing the long hair thing. Okay, and uh, let's see. You know, see. my wife was right. Uh, you know, never, never okay. do the long now hair. Now we're going to do the gender bender. Oh, God. Uh, okay, that's going to be interesting. All right, okay, guys, so once ready? again, face app, and we're about to. <laughs> okay, we're going to gender bend you. Really look, what do I look like as a, as a gender swap? <laughs> it's taking a while to oh, process. <laughs> Woo! Hey! Hey! Dang it! I don't know if you guys can see that. Oh, yeah! Hey, look at that! Oh. I am! I am! Woo! Woo! That is that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And a big blonde. Well, you know what? In a, in a multiverse of worlds, uh, if I was a woman, I I would date myself. You, yeah, yeah. That is. Yeah. That is woo. <laughs> That's interesting. So, uh, so it's a fun app. Download it. It's called Face App. But that's just an example of how you can, um, you know, just have fun with our augmented reality. I could, 
hopefully somebody uses that honestly in like a dating app or like a professional profile picture yeah. you know it's okay to look your best but you know don't don't be deceptive yeah, obviously don't de- well here's the biggest key thing uh, folks you know we're gonna wrap it up uh, it was been a pleasure having you on this show and the biggest key thing to, to bring it in uh you know you have to just simply ready set action uh, uh when it comes to 2019 when it's going to come to video you're going to have to just simply do it that that's it like i don't know who your favorite mentor is mm-hmm. who you love to listen to or whatever but if you have a mentor and you're an entrepreneur or you're you're someone that's trying to start a business or anything like that find that mentor that you love listening to and whatever they always say to you about just simply executing that's what you want to think about for 2019 when it comes to video because if there's one thing that out of everything that I've been reading everything the conversations I've been having um, I'm inundated in this stuff as well as you are um, you know your 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 market niche is is obviously videography anything to do with video specific sectors for me I simply love just knowing it all uh, so that way I know how to better help uh, my region uh, my real estate professionals in this area and, uh, and and educating them what's going on what's happening I don't want to see anyone fail in 2019 you know unless you caused it yourself and I don't want it to be because of lack of knowledge and if it is because of lack of knowledge once again that's your fault no one else the world is going to continue to spin the world is going to continue to evolve it's evolving rapidly we are now in the next you know revolution which is artificial intelligence um, and it's changing the game for everything uh, uh, you know the way that we do voice search lens obviously the way that we are gathering our information it is huge it's coming it's already here on a big level and it's only coming on an even greater level as hospitals as transportation as uh, e-commerce uh, all adapt it together and then it becomes all one part of this one big giant network um, you know th- this isn't new stuff uh, at all either when it comes to artificial intelligence IBM has been in the game for a very long time with IBM Watson and this isn't new this is they've been doing artificial intelligence for over 10 years you know just coding and and trying to map the human brain in the way that we make decisions and all of that and we as consumers for the past 20 years google's been around since 2000 uh, since 1998 they were born in 1998 and for the last 20 years they've been collecting all this data uh behavior um you know consumer behavior they've been uh really analyzing the way that we do things behavior our interests our demographics what we love to do how we do it and all of that it's all there and that has only simplified the way that businesses can target you um the way that uh you buy things the 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 decision making that you take has been simplified because you now are tailored to the things that you like your interests and all that you can that that's all on your smartphone now so video is going to continue to evolve even more as eventually you're not going to be searching anymore you're not going to be typing anything you're just going to speak it and when you speak it if there's a video that answers that specific question or what you're looking for that's what it's going to feed you 
because a video can get an entire message across much faster than reading an entire manual, documentary, a blog, or whatever that might be. There's still a lot of people that love to read, though. Uh, you know that's why books are still a thing. Um, you know they didn't go away. Uh, you can you can do Amazon Audibles and all that other stuff. But all of that still goes to show that people are still taking to the internet to make everything digital. And um, I think that making video is going to be super important for 2019 for businesses to really become relevant for really to stand out above the competition. Um, I want you to look around for everyone that's listening. Look around your market, your, wherever you're listening from, in your market, who is doing it right? Ask yourself that, who is doing it right? Who's the, who's the professional in my industry, in my area, in my market that is doing it right? That is killing it with video, that is killing it with social marketing, that's killing it with having an online presence. And if no one right off the top of your head pops to mind, then guess what? That means that your market is ready for the taking. That means it's easier for you to become that subject matter expert. And if major companies like entrepreneur.com, like Breaking Phoenix, and Google, and Amazon, and Forbes, and the Social Marketing Examiner, and all these other places that people that all they do is they know this stuff, they are they understand consumer behavior, they see these patterns. If all of them are all telling you the same consensus that in 2019, the cream will separate from the crop, okay? And there will be winners, and if this recession or market shift or whatever that is is coming and if we understand history the way that we know it and the market's going to shift and people are going to invest all of their money into what whatever marketing platforms are cheapest then you need to start moving like you need to get a move on you know, whether you need to hire someone like myself that can coach you and train you and build a strategy for you, whether you need to hire Breaking Phoenix, my boy over here, to do your video productions because you don't know even know where to get started. Like, I'm pretty sure that you've got programs that you can help people understand this. You can help people buy the right product and teach them how to use it. There's, there, there, there's, there's tons of videos online that can tell you reviews on which camera, which smartphone best to use. And it's really a no-brainer. You're either using a Samsung phone or you're using an Apple phone. That's the dominating market. And both of those have killer video recording capabilities. Um, uh, you know, I, I use my smartphone to record all of my presentations. When I'm doing keynote speeches, uh, speaking events and all that, I, I use my phone to record. That's it. I, I don't use anything else. Why? My phone records at 60 frames per second and it records in 4K. It's 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 a no-brainer, right? Um, and, and that's it. I don't I don't need anything else. I put it on a tripod. I put on a wireless microphone and I go to town and I do my thing. And then now I've created content. I've recorded myself. Now I've created content. So folks, let's recap. Five video marketing trends to look out for for 2019. The first one, what was that? We talked about vlogging for business, right? Talk about blog, like video blogging your business. 
get into the habit of doing more Facebook Live, pre-recording maybe some, some seminars that you are doing, creating content out of that. Show people your hustle. It works. It really does. Because if anything, I'm a testimony to that. You are too. We are good at what we do and we're consistent with it. And by doing it, exactly what this entrepreneur.com website is saying and many other sites that this is a, a trend to keep an eye out for in 2019, do it. Do it. If you're listening to us right now and you're watching this, this is our business. We are video blogging what we do. Okay? Next one, live video. Like I said, do more live video. It's free. It's free. You don't need to go to a news channel. You don't need to go to a network to get someone to come out to you and, and record you and, hey, I'm going to be at the 6 o'clock news. About No, you don't. You are the 6 o'clock news. You are the 6 o'clock <laughs> news on your phone to your sphere of influence, your audience, whatever that might be. You like the video. You thought the content was great. Then you can boost it or you can make an ad out of it and, and, and dump $25 into it because it's extremely cheap. It ain't $25 to put it on TV. It ain't $25 to, to put it on a billboard or any of those things. It's, it's expensive, so take advantage of it. 360-degree videos. Uh Buying cameras that can take 360 degree photos and video are extremely fairly cheap. You want to go high quality, those are available too. Video production, he already said the software is already out. It's available for consumers who want to do 360 video editing. So you can create an entire seminar or an entire open house all in 360 video using tools like Matterport. Uh, you know, hiring uh, Breaking Phoenix for, 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 for to do that type of stuff. You said consumers haven't asked for it, so I haven't done one yet, right? So if a consumer comes to you and says, hey, I want to do 360 video, cool, great, got it. You've already studied up on it. You already know what it's all about, right? Um, then you got YouTube ads over TV ads. You, 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 hey, I want, to get, I, I, I want to get my business. I want to get my brand in front of people. I want to drive a message. I got value. I got content uh, that they're going to love. Where, where do I need to go? YouTube ads. YouTube ads, Facebook ads, both of them will do video advertising. But YouTube ads, it's, it's a no-brainer if that's the second search, biggest search engine in the world and it's all video content. Get on there. It's affordable. It's not that difficult. All these platforms, Facebook and YouTube, they will walk you through the entire process of actually doing the, the ad, right? And then last, virtual reality. Not something to highly be consumed in but if you're like us we are nerds and we're geeks uh if this hasn't kind of demonstrated it um and we educate ourselves on this we stay on top of it so if you really want to be on the cutting edge of our uh um if you want to be on the cutting edge of what's going on in the market what's coming what are the next trends what's all of that then I highly, highly, highly recommend that you study up on this, look it up, follow, follow news articles on virtual reality, know what's coming. You don't have to understand all the details, you just gotta understand the growth of it. That, that, that's basically what I've told people. Don't worry about all the details when you're reading an article, but if you understand the part where it says, 65% of consumers now own a v, VR headset, then that's an indicator where like, oh, 
it's time. It's time, right? <laughs> Actually, as soon as there's anything over the 25% threshold, like if you look at the demographics and you're like, okay, there's adults there, then then you need to be there. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's not a huge video gamer, but he created his own Twitch channel. He's got over a million followers, I think, now on it, and um and 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 it's a video game platform for just gamers. He's on there, and you know why he's there? Because he's got over a million followers on there, meaning that there are people that want to watch him and they want to see him on that platform, and he knows that that's where. The next generation is 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 spending their time at on Twitch, on YouTube gaming. Facebook also has gaming category as well too. Yeah, you Facebook can, gaming. Yeah, you have Facebook gaming too. So everyone's getting into it. That's a market to tap into. Is the gamer community not necessarily like the gamers themselves, but what that gaming community is all about now. So virtual reality, something to really keep uh, an eye out. Augmented reality mixed reality it's all one and the same it's all about blending in virtual reality with with our real world so uh that is a today's episode of video marketing uh, uh you know strategies i mean trends and strategies that you get you, you guys can implement we started with we want to talk about five things we broke it down and everything so once again if you're watching us on YouTube, you can also listen to this podcast on uh, all the major platforms, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Facebook, obviously YouTube, Stitcher, uh, Cast, uh, Radio Republic, all of the greats. Uh, if you want to listen to us directly, uh, you can always watch us on um, uh, UlyssesBalthazar.com uh, podcast. Uh, you can go on there and you can uh, watch everything that that, that we do. Uh, you can, like I said, listen to us on all of the platforms. But before we go, I want to thank my special guest for coming in today. I want you to once again let them know who you are, uh, what, what you represent, what your company is all about, and how they can get a hold of you if they want your services. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for having me on here. And uh, so my name is John Meldrum, and I'm the owner of Breaking Phoenix Digital Marketing. I specialize in creating high-quality video and digital content. If you guys are looking to crush it on social media, you're looking for somebody who's affordable and who can get you results online, let me know. You can go to www.breakingphoenix.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram uh, and LinkedIn. So check me out. Drop me a message, and I'd love to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. See, there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, Breaking Phoenix, John, thank you so much for joining us. It was amazing. I really, really, I, I told, <laughs> check this out, folks. He was all like, oh, around how time, uh, how much are you know time are you gonna spend you know on the podcast, whatever. I'm like, eh, you know, we can aim for 30 minutes. It's been way past 30 minutes, yeah. and I hope that you guys didn't mind. But you know what? This is just what happens when you've got people like us in your ear that know what we're talking about. We're in the trenches, we know what's up, we see the market, we see marketing, we see technology, we see social media. It's what we breathe, eat, and sleep on a daily basis. Um, so for all of your content needs, feel free to reach out. Any questions, once again, contact at UlyssesBalthazar.com. Um, you can send me an email there. Go to our uh, website, UlyssesBalthazar.com. And this has been the Social Marketing Experiment, and we'll catch you up. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Adios.